Real Raw Relatable Podcast. I'm an authenticity coach and keynote speaker who is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. Here in the podcast, I'll be sharing how to do this through real guidance, raw truths, and relatable stories. I'm back in the land down under, and I'm loving it even though it's raining. I'm back in old Melbourne town, and I'm really happy to be home after a month of traveling. Steve and I had a wonderful time um, adventuring through Europe. We did a great big road trip um, from Spain through to the south of France and the Italian Riviera. And then we spent a week in Crete in Greece. Uh, And then we flew home and scooped up the kids and took them to Hamilton Island, although they're just like little humans now that we get to hang out with. Um, It was actually the best holiday Steve and I both said that we have been on with the girls. Uh, We just got along super well. I think we all missed one another quite a bit from being away for three weeks. And yeah, we, we can like talk about almost everything, you know, and the girls talk a lot to me about certain things. Um, but yeah, a lot of things are on the table now, you know, curiosity questions are just like, yep, cool, ask us. And, and Steve's a pretty cool dad, you know, and I think they realize that he is a really cool dad. Um, we had lots of laughs and yeah, I'm glad to be home. I desperately missed my little fur babies, Bailey and Daisy, like desperately. When I was overseas, I was like, any dog, let me smooch your face. Uh, (laughs) Just give me a hit of serotonin from an animal. Um, So, yeah, it's great to be home, do my own washing, make my own food. You know, when you're overseas, uh, you're eating out a lot and that's fine, that's great. But, yeah, my body was just like, all right, woman, cook. Anywho, uh, great to be back and I'd love to share a topic with you today about attachment Um, and I guess more specifically how we manage ourselves in the space between uh, sending out a text, um, sending out an email, sending a job proposal, um, applying for, you know, a raise or whatever it may be and then waiting for the reply, waiting for the text to come back, an email to come through, whatever it may be. And how how do you cope in that space? I remember when I dated and look, I wasn't really on the apps. I think I only dated one guy and Tinder was the only app out during that time. Um, but when I dated and, you know, guys would would get my number, uh, they would message me and then I'd message them back. My gosh, the doing your head in trophy definitely would have gone to me. Um, the stories that I would come up with, the incessant checking of my phone you know, when you have a shower and you're like, did my phone ring? Did my phone ting? Did my phone bing? Did my phone ping? Um, it, it was, uh, it was anxious filled and it was anxious filled because I, I, I couldn't deal with the uncertainty. 
um, the space between sending something out and when am I going to get something back? My ego would go off. And often what it would do is it would attack me and personalize me and what I had sent, uh, the way that I sent it, certain words that I would use, if I'd put an exclamation mark there or a comma here or a full stop there. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I should have put an exclamation mark there because it didn't sound as friendly. Or maybe the exclamation mark seems like I'm too, like, I want to see you. What are you doing on the weekend? And it's like, oh, calm down. Right. I would, I would turn against myself and, make myself uh, wrong. Um, look at what I did and and try and find all the wrong things about it. Once I was done with that layer of um, beating myself up, my ego would then turn on the other person. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Who do you think you are? Do you think your life is 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 that important? Do you think you're that important? Do you think you're so fucking busy that you can't reply immediately? What games are you playing? I don't want to be with a game player. Um, <laughs> wow. Like was I already pre-judging this person because my ego wanted a response in a certain amount of time. And if it didn't get that, like I said, I'd turn on myself and then I'd turn on them. Then I would go to the next layer and start catastrophizing shit and be like, fuck dating. Dating's not for me. Uh, You know, this is all too hard. It's all bullshit. Um, and, And basically give up on dating you know, and, and I'm sure you're listening to this and find relatability. And the reason I bring it up is because it still happens. You know, uh, I'm, I'm someone who is, is always in, or always in the practice, that's a better way to put it, always in the practice of being the observer, uh, and aware of how I'm behaving. And if it is aligned to my true authentic nature, or if I've slipped back into my ego, because that's just reality, right? No matter how much work you do, you you will know when you're aligned to authentic nature and self and essence, and then when you've slipped into egoic patterns and and that kind of stuff. So, even though I'm I'm in that practice, um, there are absolutely times when that space still drives me fucking mad. I guess what I don't do now is resolve that tension, the tension being the space between what you send out and what you receive back. I don't resolve the tension by incessantly checking. I might check a little bit. I might refresh my emails. You know, I might be like, oh, maybe if I wait three hours, the universe will think that I'm waiting patiently. And then in three hours, it should be in my inbox. And then it's not fucking not. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm playing games with myself. And instead of being like, universe, I waited three hours, you were meant to deliver and blame the universe. I'm like, nah, girl, you're just, you're just playing ego games, you know? Um, other ways that I might have resolved that tension would be through bitching with friends. Oh, can you believe like he's not messaging back or, you know, why would they put out a job description if they're not even going to bother replying back to you? Uh, if they've received your email or if they've read it or what they think, you know, and uh, basically get other people on my side, a numb out, 
um, you know, back in the day, don't really drink now. I, I might drink and ride myself off or numb my out, numb myself out in some way, shape, or form to simply alleviate the discomfort and the dis-ease of angst internally. It's almost like there were a thousand hands inside of me in arms, like reaching out desperately, desperately trying to seek control, desperately trying to get the upper hand, desperately trying to find safety because that's what the ego does. It definitely doesn't like uncertainty, doesn't like being left uh, in limbo, you know, Um, and that's when it will go ahead and start making stories about yourself, about the other uh, or others or company, whatever it may be, and then about typically the situation as a whole and kind of catastrophize it. So like I said, you know, I have some pretty big opportunities that come my way and uh, there's the authentic essence part of me that's like awesome, right time, right place, right person, this has landed wonderfully. There's that deep-rooted belief that what um, what I am seeking is also seeking me and what is meant for you won't miss you. You know, they're, they're fairly common um, sayings out in the world and, but my personal one uh, is to trust the timing of my own life and I have real deep-rooted belief in that, faith, trust, Um, it's a knowing, you know, but still whenever I will get a a pretty decent opportunity and I've had some big ones come through lately, when I receive that, firstly, my initial response is how should I reply in order for them to accept me, right? So my ego starts going off. It starts going into who do I have to be, goes into persona uh, mode, goes into old cat, right? Basically run away from your authentic nature and uh, <laughs> and the knowing of, of just who you are and, and try and be who you think they need you to be. Meanwhile, these people have reached out to me seeking me and my service or whatever it may be, Right. So I notice that. I notice that that is a a really automatic response. And then I remedy that with reminding myself, hey, they want what you have. Fucking breathe. And then I'll sit at my laptop or I'll sit at, you know, my, my keyboard and I will reply as my authentic self. You know, I don't add in any, I watch myself where I want to add in certain things because I'm like, they'll think I'm funny, they'll think I'm nice, they'll think I'm this. And I'm like, fuck me, human, you're just you, reply as you because that's the you you can maintain sustainably. The overcompensating part of you, you can't sustain that. Cracks will show, you'll show it here and not show it there and then authenticity is starting to scream out of you, right? So I notice that, I'm aware of that, still happens to this day, has happened this year, has happened recently, you know? So I watch that and then uh, when I press send, what I typically do, what my ego does is it rereads the email and make sure, like even though I've sent it, rereads the email and it's like, yeah, that's good, that's good, well done, you know? (laughs) kind of like uh, triple checking even though it's already landed in the person's inbox or text, message, phone, whatever. Then I watch 
what uh, my ego and that part of me does in the space between replying. If the person doesn't reply immediately, uh, there's stories that go on for sure. Firstly, I'm like, oh, went to their junk mail, went to their spam. I should follow up and make sure that that's that's the case. But I know that the reason I would actually do that is to seek certainty. You know, and these are just the little games and tricks that we play and it's cool. It's okay. It's just great to be aware of it and know where you're coming from, where you're writing that follow email up from. You know what I mean? Follow up email from. I think I said that incorrectly prior. Anyway, um, so I noticed that that's what I want to do. And then I'm like, I will go back over my email and I'll look to see if, oh, maybe you did sound a bit too needy there. Maybe you did sound a bit too uh, carefree or like you don't really want it or you should have like rooted harder for yourself or maybe you rooted too hard for yourself and like you're tooting your own horn. I'll, I'll dissect. I will dissect what I've written and then I start dissecting myself and then I'll start making myself feel crap. That's what the ego still attempts to do. Then if the email response hasn't come back still in a certain period of time that my ego is uncomfortable with and my ego wants it back in, then I'll start going and making things about the other person. Still, you know, same things come up. Oh, how busy is your life? Surely you check your emails. I'm sure you check your emails every day. You just sent me an email. You know, you. I'm sure you work nine to five. Like all the stuff that comes up, you know, and I watch it and I observe it. And I look to see how I want to still resolve that discomfort. Typically, it's to talk about it with someone else, to try and get them to soothe me. Or, like I said, um, I, I can feel the ego still wanting to incessantly check, you know, refresh email, still play those games if, if I wait three hours, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I just don't do that. You know, I don't play the game of waiting three hours. I, if I go to open my email and then if I'm about to like swipe down to refresh, I'm like, no, just be patient. Just come back to that knowing of trusting the timing of your own life. And what is meant for you won't miss you. And what you are seeking is seeking you, right? That anchors me all the way back down to my feet again. And it puts me back into faith. It puts me back into deep trust. And so if the email doesn't come back, then I remember and I remind myself, right time, right place, right person. Maybe it wasn't the right person. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's not the right placing in your life. It is okay. And there's really that fine line. There's that fine line between having that faith and also the fine line of like, yeah, but shouldn't I fucking follow up and shouldn't I check and shouldn't I like be going after this and shouldn't I be like, you know, showing that I give a fuck? You just got to know where it's coming from. You know, like I said, if you write oh, I'm not sure if you got my email or if I'm not sure if you got my text because my phone's been playing up and it hasn't been playing up and other people have been getting your emails and you write that. Just know that you've written a false truth. 
you know, and it's actually, fuck, I haven't heard from you. Uh, Just wondering, have you read my email? Have you received it? You know, it's, it's just nice to be honest with yourself. It's nice to be honest with yourself. And so I'm sharing this with you today because, you know, I was thinking about like uh, just the way that I used to be, the way that I used to be in, in certain areas of my life and the, the attachment to outcomes, the clinging on to outcomes, the difficulty between space, um, like I said, between sending out a message and then receiving something back. Uh, and then where I am at now in relation to that, and like I said, still have those um, feelings that arise, still have those ways that I want to resolve the discomfort, but just don't play into it. So here's what I want to leave you with. If you're listening to this and you're like, far out, <laughs> I really struggle between or in the space, really struggle with in the space. And I go and bitch to my friends or I send myself into a fucking frenzy. Uh, I numb myself out or I look at ways that I can recontact the person and then I, I become like pretty obsessive and then I write like five text messages and I wish I never fucking wrote them and I want to delete them, you know. I think you can delete text messages now but it, I think it says text messages deleted. So, you know, it kind of defeats the purpose. Anyway. Um, if you are like, holy moly, I've been called out. What I want you to do is take some space and I want you to recall the last time you found it difficult in the space between sending something out and receiving something back, a text message on, uh, a message on Bumble, something to a date, some something to your boss, something to a colleague or to a friend, whatever it may be, you know, you speaking your truth to a friend and, and all that kind of stuff, right? I want you to recall the last time that that took place. Could be recent, could be a couple of weeks ago, could be a month ago. And I want you to get really clear on the thoughts Firstly, the thoughts that took place in that space and write them down, like see them, write them down, look at them in front of you, type them on a laptop, write them in your journal, don't give a shit, just get them out of you. And then I want you to notice the feelings that arise in your body and where they rose in your body, your, your, your throat, your chest, your stomach, your stomach, your chest, and then your throat, maybe then like you, you were left with a ginormous headache afterwards. Um, I want you to become very clear on the emotions that came up, embarrassment, frustration, anger, whatever it may be, humiliation, like could be as, as deep as you want to go, and then name where they showed up in your body. So that's the second step. Third step is I want you to get clear on how you tried to resolve that discomfort, that emotional pain in your chest, in your tummy, your throat, right? Did you like incessantly think about what you sent? Did you look at the text and dissect the shit out of it or the email or whatever it is that you did? Did you go and talk to a friend and like fully have a fucking conniption about it to try and get them on your side? Did you go out 
and plaster yourself, plaster yourself. I don't know the terminology. I think that's it, plastered. Yeah, I got plastered on the weekend. Um, just trying to remember back in the day of good old cat. Um, or, you know, did you numb yourself out through eating, through binging shows and just like, you know, scrolling on your phone? Um, what did you do to try and resolve that pain? And what you will then have in front of you is your typical patterned response of how you deal with the space and the level of angst. So the say, so imagine that the angst is like one big fucking giant ball. By doing this exercise, you're starting to like deflate the ball. You're starting to um, diffuse it and see what's inside of the ball. And it's like, oh, okay, this is what's happening inside of me. Because typically what happens when we're not aware, we don't do this type of work, we um, are so overcome by the feelings that we don't know what's going on inside of our head. We just feel the feelings come up and then we go straight to how to resolve it, typically in unhealthy ways. And then what you want to do is look at ways that you can remedy that discomfort instead of resolving it in unhealthy ways. So it might be, you know what, I'm going to take myself for a really nice gentle walk or I'm going to journal out or I'm going to sit with this uncomfortable feeling, (sighs) let it be there, breathe as best as I can through it and let it pass through me rather than shove it down or give it so much fuel by amping it up, by speaking to whoever it may be, you know? So I want to leave that with you as your practice. I know the last like four weeks of the podcast has been all about your practice, but this is an incredible practice to adopt, to just deconstruct what takes place inside of you when that space is there and all you want to do is seek certainty so you become this like stage five attachment clinger onto the outcome and it doesn't fucking change a thing. You know, the outcome comes in due time, whether that be five days, five years, five minutes. All we give a fuck about in this moment, in this podcast, is how you handle yourself, how you handle your thoughts, how you handle your behavior. That's what's important. That's what matters. The outcome, of course, yeah, it's nice that we get that job. It's nice that we get that text message back. Yeah, of course it is. But how you go about treating yourself amidst that space is of bigger importance. So go ahead and do that process and start to see how you can deconstruct what goes on in that space. Thanks, Legends, for joining me today for the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. I hope today's episode resonated. And if it did, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at info at Share with us your insights. Ask us a question. Rate or review the podcast if you haven't already. And you can also send in a donation as a way to show your gratitude and support. 
The next event on the calendar is Sunday Meds. It's taking place on Sunday, the 30th of July in Melbourne, in person. If you are free, if you have time and space between 9.30 till 11am, I would love to see you there. It's a beautiful morning of connection, real chats, meditation, journaling and sharing with beautiful community. I also have two spaces remaining for one-to-one coaching for a three-month container. All the details are down in the show notes if you're wanting to be coached in the realm of authenticity, to reignite that relationship with yourself, or if you're like, Kat, I just need to ignite it for the first time, reach out. Awesome to be back and I shall see you in your earballs next Monday. Lots of love. Peace be with you.